it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Good everyone and welcome into Blues Brothers. Ben Francis in for Ricardo Ball this week. This show is brought to you by South Seas Healthcare. South Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service provider. And joining us every week is Steve Devine, former Blues halfback. Steve, how are you today? I'm well, thanks, mate. Yourself? Yeah, mate, not bad. Of course, a uh, bit rested up after the long weekend. Did you get out on the boat at all? Uh, I had a little bit of a fish last week, yeah, but uh, hunkered in for the weekend for a bit of work and also watched some footy. Good stuff. There was plenty of good footy on uh, over the weekend, of course, and the Blues returned to winning ways, heading into their bye week with a 54-17 win over the Melbourne Rebels. It was a bit of a second-half onslaught in that one, a little bit nervy in that first half, but the Blues really showed what they're capable of in that second 40. You know, the, the Rebels got a pacing by the Drew the week before, so they, they were always going to start hard and fast and they were going to be up for it. And, um, yeah, I think it was quite a composed Blues team that sort of wore them down and then came out in the second half and, and pretty much just blew them off the park. The, um, the Rebels had a few injuries that didn't help their, their cause. But, um, yeah, the Blues were just too big and strong and, you know, opted to run over the top of them um, instead of trying to run around them, which was which was pretty nice to see, I think. I don't know if being critical is the right word, but in the loss against the Chiefs, I think you said you were a little bit concerned about Bowden Barrett's form, but it seemed like in that second half, well, other than his goal-kicking boots, I will, I must say, uh, it seemed like he, he showed glimpses of what he is capable of. 100%. Uh, you know, the one I, I have been, uh, I wouldn't say critical, but I have been, uh, you know, pondering why he hasn't been taking the ball to the line over the last few weeks. And, uh, particularly in that second half, you know, he, he was back to his best. He took the ball to the line. He was offloading, putting people into holes. He was chipping over the top again. So uh, really good to see that. He's, I think, you know, it, it's been it's been a tough draw for the Blues. They've had a lot of, if you look at the table, they've had a lot of the top teams already this year. So um, we thought that the way the season plays out, that, that, you know, the next six of the next eight games, the Blues should win pretty comfortably being teams all below them. So I just think it's a, it's going to be a good time for a lot of the players, voted and in, including to get a bit of confidence back and really, um, you know, the defensive lines, there won't be that much heat. So yeah, just, just to get a bit of confidence back and take the ball to the line and have a bit of a play, I think it's going to be good for Bodie in the next few weeks. Also, you know, in, in the back line in general, there's just not going to be quite that intense pressure um, off every phase. So um, I'm really looking forward to see what they can produce over the next few weeks. And, and that second half um, really, you know, really showed that when they do get that little bit of confidence, do they get that little bit of flair, they can be devastating. One player who I think you would have been very happy with the way he played was a Finlay Christie, got a tri-double. Uh, and of course, there's so many good performing halfbacks at the moment. So it's really good to see a guy like Finlay who is in that mix really stepping up and showcasing his skills for a potential World Cup call-up. I still think he's, you know, when we're talking in terms of the All Blacks at the end of the year in the World Cup, I, I still think, you know, Aaron Smith goes... Uh, Regardless, unless he's injured, he's going to the World Cup, and I, I still take Finlay Christie as my as my second string halfback. You know, there, there are a lot going around. I just I just think he just adds he adds some composure. We we again we started to see in that second half his running game 
Um, he passes well. He clears the ball well. He kicks well. So he's a tough little bugger on defence, you know, and um, he doesn't mind mixing them with the big boys. So, you know, as as I see right now, particularly after that game on Saturday, he's certainly he's certainly a, in my in my books going to the World Cup at the end of the year if he can hold that form through. He's um he's playing bloody great football and a, a big part of that second half was was of the Blues was because of the way he performed and um you know just got the got the boys on the front foot and and uh, backs up well and he's he's, he's everywhere he's uh, he's playing really good footy. Another guy who I think has been playing really well and since he's come back from injury, and he's someone you've spoken about before too, is Sam Darry. Uh, of course, the lock, the Blues, I felt probably missed him at the start of the season, but he's working his way back in and he's been great. Yeah, no, he's performing well. He carry, he carries hard. He's not a he's not a massive lock, but he carries the ball hard. He, you know, his his lineout skills are exceptional, and uh, it's it's. We said at the start of the season, it's sort of the one the one area that the Blues might be a little bit underdone, and that's the locking department. And um, to get Patrick back, he's been injured, and to get Sam back, he's uh, missed quite a few games at the start of the season as well. It's uh, it certainly shows line out time. You know, we went from struggling line out time to to now you know starting to pinch a pinch a few of the opposition's um, throws. So uh, great to have. Um, a couple of locks back in the mix, and um, you know, there uh, he's he was player of the game a couple of weeks ago, and another great performance last weekend by Sam. So um, he'll be looking to just get build on it, get bigger and stronger, and and just um, you know, making a, a really good locking combination with Patrick over the over the next little while. And um, uh, what it adds is um, Suafu off the bench. You know, he's a devastating ball runner. Um, when he's got the ball in hand, he's 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 amazing and he's you know so big and strong and he is a back rower. So you know it's it's not a you know not a bad thing to have uh, him coming off the bench for the last twenty to be running you know at a few tired forwards. It's um it certainly helps having a couple of locks back in the mix. It must have been very good as well just to have some glimpse of the Blues showing what they are capable of because this season I think it's probably fair to say that. Uh, you felt they have they haven't probably haven't played to their full potential, but they definitely had glimpses, and that second half was probably the most they'd shown of probably the form they displayed last year when they was at one fifteen straight. Mate, I said last week, and I was probably a little bit harsh. I, I said last week that I actually found them boring. I found them, you know, to become pretty predictable and a little bit boring over the last few weeks. And you know, just with a, a little bit more space playing playing the Rebels, you know, they, they attacked wide. They didn't just hit up 12 all day, you know, and they found they did a few um, second man plays out, out the back and, and found some space out wide, you know, which really kicked them off in the second half. They, you know, they had space again and, and you know, it goes to show that you don't have to be just so boring. You don't have to be too up all the time. You know, I, I think once we start to get a few players back, particularly uh, Roger in the centres, you know, just sending them up into a brick wall is not really helping his his credentials, you know. he's If you give Roger the ability to, to make one person do a one-on-one tackle with him, he's probably going to beat him nine times out of ten. So just running running him up into a, a, you know, a combination of uh, 10, 12 and 13 of the opposition is not really helping Roger's game much. But uh, we started to see on the weekend, you know, the options off the ball carrier. So, you know, they went second man play and then they went wide. So, um, it's going to start to make defences think about what they're trying to achieve, the Blues. And um, I, I think for the first time all year, I've sort of, you know, hinted at we needed to be better there. And I certainly thought on the weekend we were a lot better around that space. Instead of just running into contact, we, we started to look for space and, and attacked it. With regards to the form of the Blues, last year, just before they went on 15-game win streak before losing to the Crusaders in the final, 
And I guess one way you could look at it would be that they could have potentially showed their hand a bit too early. I know this year they haven't been perfect, but is that kind of a good thing? Because maybe they're trying to save a few things towards the back end of the season when they really need it. It looks like if they can build on that second half, you think, well, they're going to be building really nicely heading into that into the playoffs. Yeah, I think that's the momentum you need. You need to keep improving your game week in, week out. I've seen some big improvements. Like the first few weeks, I thought they were poor at looking after their own ruck ball. And over the last probably month, I've seen some really big improvements there. And on Saturday, you know, they were, they had probably their best game all year in terms of looking after their ruck ball and getting good quick ruck ball, particularly the second half. So, you know, that's been a big improvement. I, I really think the lineup has improved a lot from the start of the year to to where it is now. And that, that helps by having a bit of a bit of fodder back. But um, you know, the lineouts come a long way. The scrum, um, the scrum looked good. They looked solid. They won, you know, penalty after penalty. Um, from their scrum. So, you know, we're starting to see this Blues team, um, you know, they're starting to get that set piece ready. They're, they're really starting to find their feet um, to be the same team they were last year. I look at the games they've lost and the three games they've lost, they probably should have won all three, but they just weren't quite good enough on the night. So I don't, I don't, at this stage of the competition, I don't think there's any major alarm bells going off. I just think they just need to get a little bit better organized around the field um, and just keep doing what they're doing. Because although they haven't played probably as well as they like, they've certainly had opportunities to win all of their games. And um, so that's, that's promising thing going forward. We're sort of halfway. They've got to buy this week. So um, a good chance for the players to to get out, um, not think about rugby this week, and get away and have a bit of a break and come back refreshed mentally and and really you know step things up again over the next sort of eight weeks because um, you know they've got some easier games and things um, things will, will will sort of fall into place now that you know it's not such a um, such a hard front end of the season and um, you know looking at it they've got the Hurricanes at home and they've got Crusaders away are the are the only games for the rest of the season in the round robin that they should be, you know, that are going to be bigger fixtures. The rest of them, they they're all teams below them, so they should win and probably win pretty comfortably. So, I, yeah, I think it's it's a really good timing to have a buy, uh, get everyone away, let everyone freshen up. They've made some big improvements from the start of the season, and um, I'm, I'm I'm confident that they can, um, you know, build on what they've got and and get themselves into a position where last year they were having a shot at a final. I, I truly believe that they can um, have a shot at a final this year again. We'll look, we'll look more and uh, look, look back on the, how the Blues have gone in the first half of the season coming up very shortly. But Steve, it's uh, time to get your Super Rugby Pacific pl- uh, Player of the Week. The DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. If you had to pick one Blues player from that win against the Rebels, who was your standout? Uh, I'm going to go Finlay Christie. I thought um, I thought he was the difference on Saturday night and uh, good quick ruck ball, um, organised the forwards well around the paddock and um, threw a couple of little um, great little offload passes to people into space and um, backed up all day and tackled hard all day. So, yeah, I thought he had an outstanding match and, um, yeah, I thought he was definitely my Blues player of the round. The DHL Super Rugby Pacific. Catch all the action live on Sky Sport or get your tickets at superrugby.co.nz. Coming up after the break, we're going to look back on the blue season so far and also a couple of things they might need to work on and what has been going well for them as well in 2023. Of course, Blues Brothers brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances.
You're listening to Blues Brothers here on SENZ, brought to you by South Seas Healthcare, South Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service provider. And Steve, the Blues have the buy coming up this week. Did you get Did you get a buy week during your playing day, or is this just a modern day luxury? I think it's a modern day luxury. I don't. I don't think. I don't think we did. Maybe we did. I can't remember. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's a good opportunity to to, to get away from rugby and. Um, have a few days off. Obviously, they'll be training next week, so they'll probably only um, they'll probably only have this week off. And uh, uh, the weather's not looking uh, that flash for the week, so yeah, it's certainly great great way to freshen up midway midway through the competition. Yeah, I think Leon McDonald touched on after the game that quite a few of the guys were carrying a bit of niggly injuries as well, so that will just give them a good chance to you know try get over those, and they'll probably welcome back a couple of guys after the break as well, but. Now, you touched on before the break that the Blues probably they had chances to win the three games they lost. They go into the bye week, four wins, three losses, fifth in the table. Considering how everything's gone this year, are you happy with that or are you slightly disappointed and you wish they were probably a bit higher? I'm I'm comfortable with it because I can see the improvement they've made from the start of the round. If if I wasn't sort of seeing the improvement, I'd I'd maybe be a little bit concerned. Um, they lost to the Brumbies away, which is a pretty hard gig, and it wasn't by a lot. And um, you know they had their chances to win it. Um, you know they they had the ball multiple phases in the in the Brumbies twenty two towards the end of the match to to score a try and level it up, but um, weren't quite able good enough to do that. The same with the Crusaders at home. You know they they created multiple opportunities to to scoring. They'll uh, knock the ball on over the try line twice and held up once in the in the last twenty minutes. So. You know they had their chances to win that game as well, and and then the other game they dropped was to the Chiefs, and it was a similar story. They, you know, they they played some pretty good rugby. They um they had multiple chances to win the match at the end, but weren't quite good enough. So I see, I, I you know they've played teams above them, and they haven't quite got the the points, but they've they've put themselves in a position where you know, if things went a little bit differently, they they probably could have come away with a win. So. I'm not feeling. I don't feel like a team has comprehensively beat them this season. Um, yeah, they've lost a few games, but they haven't been. I don't think they've been comprehensively beaten. So, I think they're still with a little bit of improvement. We've got a, a few players to come back into the mix. So, I, I'm I'm reasonably confident they just need to build and, you know, really concrete some, um, you know, some players really get some combinations working over the next uh, sort of six weeks, six to eight weeks, looking into the finals. What aspects of the Blues game have, has impressed you the most and what aspects do you think they need to probably work on? I just see the improvement. Like, I've seen the improvement in the scrum and line-out we've talked about. I've seen their improvement at ruck time. I just, if they can keep building on that, um, you know, they're going to be a force to reckon with. I, the improvement, I think, the one big area I think they need to go is just that, just attacking the space. I, they can be a little bit predictable um, about just, uh, especially set phase, just running twelve into a brick wall, trying to get over the advantage line and playing off that. I just, I just think at set phase now it's a great opportunity to attack this, attack the space, and particularly with um, wingers having to drop back uh, for the 50-22 kick, um, particularly from your own half. There's, there's really good opportunities to attack, and we've got some serious speed out wide, and we've got some players that can, you know, one on one can beat anyone in the, in the world. So, I just. Yeah, I'd like to see a little bit more of an attacking game from from a bit deeper out and just not be so structured and run into a brick wall a lot of the time. And and other than that, just 
just the improvement. I, I just think that's the one area uh, we can we can get a whole lot better and and then you know start to dominate teams by by getting on the front foot by going wide, not just trying to go through the middle. Has there been one player that has probably exceeded expectations for you so far? They're playing well. I think um, uh, Mark Tillau's sort of he, he's just he's just in another level this year. He, he finished the end of last year exceptionally well, and he's just he's just gone to another gear. So that's been good. But you know, and that's what I'm saying earlier is that let's get the ball in his hand more. Like he's going to beat people. He, just give him the ball early. Give him give him a chance to get some speed up, and he's going to beat people. You know, nine times out of ten. So. Um, it's the same with Caleb Clark. We haven't really seen a lot of him this year with ball in hand, but every time he does get it, he's, he's beating one or two players. So, you know, they're attacking weapons. We just don't need to run our little men, 12s um, and 13s, in, into confrontation. Let's let's get them with a bit of ball and a bit of space and, and let them do what they do best. So, yeah, I mean, I, inside backs, I, I think um, Hosking, Hosking's 2-2 two, has been pretty outstanding this year. Obviously, he had a rest last weekend and, um, and a buy this week, so he'll be back fresh, ready to rumble. Hosking's been good. the The front row have been pretty, pretty good. Uh, Nepo Lalala has been pretty awesome. I thought he, he's just a rock at scrum time, and you know, set piece is such a big thing these days. And we're starting to force a lot of penalties from scrum time on on our own ball, which gives us a free, you know, free crack at the opposition. And if it doesn't work, we come back for a penalty. I'm excited by Bodie Barrett's last match. I just think we finally we we seen him attack the line. He he sort of I think he got a little bit lost being playing a, a fair bit of defence at fullback. I just think he got a, a bit lost between trying to be in a fullback and a ten. And definitely that second half last week, you know, he was back to attacking the line, and that's what we needed him to do. And you know, that's what you know creates options for us. So that was good to see. We got a few players to come back into the mix. Um, Akira. Yuani hasn't been seen this year. He's hurt his knee. I, I my understanding is pretty damn close to being back and uh, might be ready for their next match after the bye. Roger, I understand, is probably not too far away either. He's got a broken bone in his hand, which you know is four to six weeks, so he'll be getting reasonably close. And Bryce Heem also with a little groin injury. I think he'll be back after the bye as well to add a you know a bit of an old head in the, in that back line, and he can play ten, twelve, or wing. So. There's a bit of fodder to come back, uh, which is exciting. They're, they're doing they're doing pretty good. They just need to keep building. One thing I was going to touch on, and you, you mentioned his name there just before, was Bowden Barrett. Coming back after the bye, do you keep Bowden at first five based on what you saw in his uh, second half against the Rebels, or with Perifeta back, do you give Perifeta a shot? I start Bodie at 10. And then I, um, if we can get a lead, if we can push some of these teams earlier, then I bring Pettifer in and give him some game experience. Because if we look into next year, right, we need we're going to need a first class ten next year, and he could be that person. We just need to give him some game time there to find his feet a little bit. So that's what I would do. Um, although there's a strong possibility Leon may not be around next year, so he may not be thinking too much about next year. Um, that's the way sort of coaches work. It's it's the, uh, all in or not all in. So, yeah, you know, they've also got to um, understand that if Bodie does get injured, picks up a little knee, he's out for a few weeks, then, then they need someone who has played a little bit there this year. So they need to manage the squad a little bit. And I think, you know, a few easier games where we might see um, uh, maybe Mary, Harry Plummer as well move into 10 and or um, Stephen Pettifetta into 10 just to, you know, just to make sure 
um, going forward that we've got um, those positions covered if there's little injuries. Uh, Steve Devine, thank you so much for your time this week on uh, Blues Brothers. Uh, we'll, I believe you're back for the uh, Bunnings Trade Rugby Run on Sunday. Yeah, I'll be in on Sunday to talk a bit of footy uh, from 12. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that. It should be, uh, should be a good weekend of footy. It should be indeed. Uh, Blues Brothers brought to you by the Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances.